We are back again with another edition of Hit the Target podcast. I'm your host Deshaj Parthab pulling in for Jesse Nagel who is currently suffering from success at the top of the table. Um I'm joined by international specialist Ayan Avezi and uh, Mark Stradom who is making his debut on our show. Gentlemen, welcome. Thanks uh Desh, good to be here. Yeah, uh, thank you Desh. Uh, international specialist. Wow. <laughs> You yeah. know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's good to be back again here. Uh, mm. I was here last week. Yeah. So like, it's good to be back. Excited for the return of the Premier League? Definitely, man. Yeah. We've been missing the action. Yeah. So international break is over now. Yeah. Hopefully, Man City can chase the league and move Arsenal where they are sitting now. Mm, at the top I'm, of the ladder. Yeah. Sitting pretty there. Yeah. <laughs> Mark uh, is an is also Arsenal supporter and I'm sure he's uh, really excited to see how the title race uh, unfolds but obviously it resumes this weekend. Um the Gunners are 8 points clear and uh I just have a, a question for you Mark. I'd just like to kick things off with does Arteta's future lie with the Gunners? You've seen what he's done this season. You've seen how well they play the the total football um maybe like it's what finger continuation of of the the blueprint there do you think he stays at the gunners look um i i think he does in all honesty is um arsenal have given him the the platform to to show what he can do and um being a student of of pep guardiola you know he's he's learned a lot and um he's instilled this um like you can say never say die attitude within the club you know and his his style of football is as brilliant to watch he's built um a good squad he's brought in his own players he's he's made the team he's mm. so, so to I'm, say I'm glad you mentioned the squad because yeah. they have been linked with players like Declan Rice you know that they might not yes. have been linked with last season I think um the performances um they've shown this season and and where they sit attracts those type of players you know that type of caliber you know So it's it's good for Arsenal because they've been in the shadow for for many years now and the way they 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 doing their business this season um could be could be could be good for Arteta and I think he stays for 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 a good few years. Mm. Do you think he competes in the year and year? I mean with the current squad the money that has been invested I believe uh, the Conkey family have uh, have spent the most for for two windows two consecutive windows well excluding this uh this most previous one yeah definitely uh i think he can compete season to season uh look at last season when he came in uh nobody gave him a chance when they lost uh, i think those three opening games in a row mm-hmm. and some uh Bono Mark Lava <laughs> they were saying uh, Ateta out Ateta out but then it turned things around and uh, they almost finished within the top 4 um last season this season uh the signings that they've made uh good signings uh, the likes of uh, Zinchenko he bring in a fighting spirit within the team you can see even when he's not starting like he pushed the guys like to go guys I'm behind you mm. you, you you could tell that uh, the signings that So it struck me as more of a manager signing than than a team signing you know i think he yeah. he saw having worked with zinchenko at man city i think he knew this is somebody that yeah. we need for the squad to help us push for the title yes man you you, you see uh, zinchenko 
he's not just a player uh, he's also like a, a he's, team leader he's a leader yeah, yeah he's has he has uh, leading uh, um, qualities you know yeah so so if in your camp you have players like that so and you've worked with uh, the likes of Pep Guardiola so you can compete season in season out so for me like uh, Arsenal have a good coach in him and it's been a while since uh, we spoke about Arsenal uh, trying to win the league and i think they've only moved once one time uh, uh, that they been this yeah yeah so they've been knocked off their perch there yeah so uh, for me uh, he's one of a coach that can compete uh, Do you think he has what it takes to um sort of play through the pressure? I mean, as you mentioned, only only once have have they been um knocked off the the top spot. Yeah. So like if they do go on and and do lift the title, um I'm sure that'll bring a lot of pressure on him to maybe defend that. So do you think that he'll be able to manage that and um and deliver success? Yeah, I I think he can manage that if he can have also like boost his squad his squad uh look uh, some uh, of the games they were 2-0 down but they managed uh, to come back and win the game in the dying moments so i think uh yeah he's one of a good mm. coach and with the mentality where you look at that Bournemouth fixture yeah. i think uh, mark they were 2-2-0 down if i'm not mistaken the, the game was gone it was finished mm. yeah. and uh, i think it was a 90th minute um, yeah well, so gabriel from, no yeah. no not gabriel that was nelson rich nelson oh yes rich yes, nelson that yes. was that was the winner for 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 mm. arsenal and Lifted i think the roof at uh, the emirates I, i was going crazy i'm yeah. telling you <laughs> for sure but um i think everything takes time you know yeah. You, yeah you have to be given a chance to to instead your own you know Yeah. style of play plays yeah. you want do you think um, man city defend the title or do you think it's arsenal ah oh, this is this is a hard question you know because this will depend on on this weekend i think this weekend's game against liverpool mm. because if city lose and arsenal win that will be 10 or 11 points clear i mm. think by then it will be too far you know But um, City Pep Guardiola, you know, he, he plays for every trophy. Yeah, he, he goes all out, no matter what, you know. So, I think this weekend's game will depend a City lot on the. They're coming in some form, I believe, across their previous five fixtures. Um, they've scored 19 goals and conceded zero. Uh, that's, so that sounds like a City team to me. That's you know? quite a quite a statistic. But um, you know, form stats in these type of games. Could go out the window, you know. When Liverpool, they they've beaten Man City first mm, game, yeah. So so they know what they need to do, and also for Liverpool at the same time, they're also fighting for Champions League spot. Mm. So this is this is a crucial game for both teams. Mm. Ayanda, how how important is that um, Champions League clash that uh, that against Bayern Munich? I mean, you you know, um, there's some history there. I'm sure there's no love lost following uh, the infamous Champions League final where Tuchel. Was in charge of Chelsea, and uh, he did um, th- did the a miracle in a one-nil performance. Um, considering he had just signed with them, yeah, uh, you know when it comes to Champions League, uh, every season Man City is going for Champions League. Ever since mm. uh, Pep Guardiola came in, he, they even signed uh, Haaland to win the Champions League. He he even said himself, 
that um, uh, Man City brought me to win them Champions League. Mm. So coming into this game, uh, Manchester City were the favourites to win against Bayern uh, before they appointed um, Thomas Tuchel. Now that he's in charge, uh, it changes the whole thing now because uh, Bayern, the style of play now uh, with Thomas Tuchel, we know like he's a winner. He, he even took PSG to the finals of the Champions League. So now this is like, uh, it changes the whole scenario now. So for me, uh, for Man City to win, winning the Champions League would be like the most important thing for them. Mm. So I think this game won't be easy as it, it looked like before since uh, uh, Bayern changed uh, the coach. But uh, also, um, there's a player... Julian Nagelsmann being uh, yeah, let go. Yeah, and also, uh, João Cancelo was in the Mincy, was in the squad that lost mm. uh, to Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, uh, under Thomas uh, Tuchel. Uh, yeah. While Thomas Tuchel uh, won the Champions League with Chelsea. So now, his he, hope... He's, he's still he's eligible to, to play to, for, yeah, for yeah. Bayern, so you, you have to wonder if he could be the, yeah, he even the one said, to... He even said himself that uh, uh, Thomas Tuchel made me lose the, uh, the, the Champions League. I hope yeah. now he wins it for me. <laughs> so that tells you that uh, the players, they believe in him, uh, mm. Thomas Tuchel. So it's going to be a hard game for both sides. So mm. for me, I think this is the final before the final. Mm. I see. You, you mentioned... Uh, Holland and uh, obviously City uh, signing him to uh, hopefully be that final piece of the puzzle and deliver that uh, all-important silver. But similar remarks are made by another City legend in uh, Sergio Aguero, and mm. um, you know he also said he'll only leave City when they win the Champions League. And uh, you know he was uh, in that final. I think he came on uh, nothing more than a cameo appearance. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, I believe the statue was going to be made of him and company and silver yeah. outside the Etihad. I'm not sure, but um, how our plans are unveiling for that. But uh, if you had to compare the two strikers, do you think Haaland could do what Aguero failed to do? I think with the way that uh, Man City are playing this season, uh, they feed Haaland. Uh, if, if they have the ball, if Kevin De Bruyne has the ball, they say give it to Haaland. And Haaland knows where to score. I'm not saying like uh, Aguero is is uh, is not better or good than Haaland. Mm. But, uh, it's a different era. Yeah, it's a different era. Different yeah, style you know. of playing. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. Different so, style. So, with the only thing that for me uh, that worries me with Manchester City, especially in the Champions League, it's their defence. Mm. They've been like conceding goals uh, week in, week out. So, that's the only department where I'm worried that can cause them not uh, winning the Champions League. Mm. If they can maybe try and fix those mistakes, I think they can go all the way and win mm. the, the Champions League or even reach the finals. Mark, Holland uh, has been responsible for 49% of Manchester's, uh, Manchester City's goals. He's been uh, directly involved in just about half of them. And, you know, what does it, what does it mean to be the leading, like, Score and in the in the team that has the most amount of goals, um, you know, you look at last year, Kevin De Bruyne, um, he was directly involved in twenty three percent of Manchester City's goals, and that was the most from the entire squad. And the year before that, it was also De Bruyne on twenty two percent, but this year, forty nine percent. Holland has been directly involved in, and by that I mean either putting them away 
or applying the assist? I think I think we can all agree, um, Kesh, that um, Haaland is a scoring machine. You know what I mean? Mm. He's he is in the right space at the right time. He, whether it's in the box, it's headers, and he has power. Like he can check defenders easily. He is like. running through through into spaces, and his link up play with the brain is incredible. Uh, the stats show, mm. and um, I think he has twenty eight goals now this season. But he's he's just he a scoring know. machine. He's yeah. he's powerful. So I think he he will break a lot of records at Man City this season for sure. Mm. Do you think he, he makes Guardiola's uh, job easier? I, w- I wouldn't say easier because the style of play that um, that Guardiola has for his team is not to to put in a lot of crosses and 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 a lot of through balls because you it shows in their games when when he does make certain runs they don't play the ball they tend to keep the ball and and have a build up play before mm. releasing him you know so and he's a type of player that that feeds off through balls and mm. and, and headers you know with his power so I don't say it, it makes it easier but it is a bit of a of a help for mm. him having a natural number nine instead of playing false nine, you know. Do you think Rashford has been making uh, Eric Ten Hag's job a bit easier in the blue off of Manchester? Oh, for sure, for sure. From where United uh, have been to to now, definitely, mm. definitely, he's 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 revived. It's like he's a new person, you know. Mm. He's he's scoring goals. He's he's playing well, and I think he really made Ten Hag's job. Much easier mm. and and more comfortable to 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 coach, you know. Do you think Tenag is gonna be the one to deliver that uh, elusive silverware? Ah, uh, I don't think he'll live up to to Ferguson's level, but um, mm. I, I think he will because since he's, he's coming, starts. I mean, yeah, yeah, since he's coming, he's 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 had that um that attitude like he he's the coach. He what he says goes and. And he's put some stability some in the club. Calls. You know, you look at how he dealt with the Ronaldo, Ronaldo situation. Yes, he, he, he's he's not interested in 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 any of the outside stories. He just came in to do his job, and it's his way or no way. Mm. And you can see with the stability, he's he's got a certain style of play now that the players are playing in, and they're much more comfortable on the field. So he's he's did a good job for me, mm. and uh, he's already picked up a trophy. So. Good job. How, how many trophies do you think they they end off with, Hyanda? Uh, For me, I think uh, looking at the FA, they have. Uh, I think it's Brighton. They, yeah, they've they, got Brighton they, in the they, semi-final. Yeah, and Man City will be playing uh, Sheffield United yeah. from the Championship. So I think in the final it will be the Manchester, Manchester derby, derby for silverware. Yeah, and, and of which uh, Manchester United. Uh, beat City in the second leg of the Premier League, uh, and the. Um, City, they were not better mm. in that game. So for me, I think a, a treble for for United is loading. That, and even in the in the Europa League, they yeah. are the favorites to win the Europa League. The only side when I look at the Europa League that can pose it, uh, eh? it's uh, Jose Mourinho's team, uh, which is Roma. Yeah. yeah, so that's the only team I think that can deny them. Mm. Even City, they can still deny them the 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 the, the FA Cup, mm. but uh, that's gonna be a blockbuster tie if they can get past the Seagulls. You know, obviously, the, the, yes. the match against Brighton, uh, Brighton's no pushover. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah Brighton's a, a very good team. Yeah, they, they've showed it this season. Yeah, yeah, they are no pushover. But uh, with United, the way they play now, uh, and also I must say uh, the signings that they've made, they, they never went wrong with their signings. Look at the 
when they signed uh, Casamero, uh, mm. I remember uh, Chad and Josh, uh, our former uh, colleague, and uh, also uh, uh, Banele. Mm. They were having a topic when uh, about Olivier Thomas. Yeah, yeah, about um, Casamero being signed uh, with United, saying this now changes the whole United, the style of play. United mm. will be dangerous and. Casemiro's yes, shown his and yeah his involvement yeah. in uh, in both ends of the pitch. You know, yeah. sometimes he does latch onto those Ericsson passes and uh, apply the finishing touch. Yeah, so you could tell that uh, having him like it it makes United, them it, it makes them a lot more um, shall I say competitive? Yeah, for, yeah, for titles and, and and I must say this and come next season, I think United uh, yeah. will be uh, in the contention for the Premier League mm. next season. See. I don't think so. You disagree, Mark? I disagree. What fully. do you think is missing from from uh, from I think, this current I think, team? I think more time, more time is needed. Mm. That's what I think. But uh, reason why I say that uh, at the at the beginning of the season, Ten Hag uh, started using the players that United uh, were using last mm. season. So so that before he drops a player, he's given them enough time. Yeah, enough mm. time to prove themselves. Yeah, and then. Players who didn't uh, live to the expectations, he dropped them Mm. and bring the players that he thinks they will deliver. And the signings that he made, they have been like phenomenal for United. Mm. So I think for me, uh, next season United will be one of the teams to talk about. To to keep an eye on, eh? yeah. Mark, where do you think they need to strengthen to uh, actually get that title title shot? I know you. I think said that. I think the the defense is a huge problem, man. Mm. Because um, Martinez sometimes, although he's, he's, he's a quality player, he's, he tends to make some rash decisions. Those are two World Cup uh, finalists. They yeah, and Varane too, but I think they, they need a, a strong backup and definitely striker. Definitely if, striker. Uh, or something? Mm. Uh, he doesn't do it for me. He's not a United style of player. Do you think yeah. they actually... Um, like dip into into the transfer markets and uh, and look at their their opponents. I mean, look at uh, Harry Kane possibly being linked away from with Spurs. Do you think he's someone that could maybe um, swap I, swap I think, allegiances? I think if they if they go in for Harry Kane, he changed the whole look of United. You know, he's mm. he's a he's a, a serial scorer. He he scores mm. a lot of goals. He knows the the league well. Yeah, he obviously and broke the Wayne Rooney's record exactly. for England. I think it was he was level on fifty three, and he went and to fifty four. I, I think he should he should leave and and join United, and I think he will. That's they will when do they wonders. become. Yeah. Do you think um, Harry Maguire sort of forces his way back in the team because you you mentioned uh, you know to be a Champions League uh, excuse me a, a World Cup finalist and then to have um, England England uh, captain. Manchester United captain Harry Maguire, he's on the bench. Could he not be maybe throw his uh, his name in the in the starting eleven next season? No, I don't think so. He's mm. he's he's dropped down the picking order, mm. and um, his his defending abilities is is playing out of the defense. His style of play when he's playing, he's he's too slow in the build up. He, he's never going forward. He's always playing across the back line, you know, mm. and he's. Is is more important that the defending qualities of his is, is not up to mm. to Premier League level for me, you know, in my opinion. Do you think Tenor could probably let him go or maybe give him that extra 
um, attention to try think, and change I him. I think if he if he gets a good enough replacement, he lets him go. Mm. Because I'm sure even for him, he he wants game time as well. You know, mm. he, nobody wants to be sitting on the bench going towards the end of your career. You you need the most game time you can get. Mm. So it will also be a decision for him whether he wants to continue sitting on the bench mm. or go to a, a smaller club, so to say, yeah, and and get more game time before he reaches the end. Mm. I wonder, Mark thinks uh, Harry Kane could be a hit at uh, United. Do you think uh, you agree or disagree with that? I agree. Uh, uh, a player like Harry Kane, man, uh, he broke the record of being uh, England's all-time top goal scorer, and you need to win a trophy. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the team like uh, Tottenham Spurs, we've seen like there's a lot of drama that is going on in that team mm-hmm. behind the scene. Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, for them winning the title uh, anytime soon, it's not anything that will help and mm-hmm. that will happen uh, anytime soon. I think for me, it's best for him to to leave the club so that. The, he goes to a club that he can win something a silverware with, uh, and even maybe join Real Madrid uh, because that's another option, eh? Yeah, because you know uh, the relationship that exists there yeah, with uh, Madrid. Yeah, and uh, they are the giants of Europe. Yeah. you can win the uh, UEFA Champions League anytime there. So yeah. for me, it will be a best decision for him to to leave Tottenham. And Do you think Harry Kane will favor a Champions League over a Premier League or? Not, you know, uh, with English players like uh, they tend to look away for a player that doesn't play in England. So I think for him it will be best if he stays in England. Mm. That will, I think that will be his uh, personal. Uh, He's obviously closing down on uh, I think Terry, Teddy Sheringham's uh, Premier League goal record, and um, I think he yeah. that will play a factor in where he goes. Yeah, I yeah. think he actually goes to United. I think he'd be a he'd be a good fit there. And he, I think just, he I think he has to go for his yeah. own career. You know, mm. with, with breaking all the the, the records he, he's doing now, mm. he has to win a, a league title. Trophy. You know, <laughs> you you can't go through your whole career breaking records yeah. and, and have, have no anything to you know, show for it. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine so I, your I kids, think he goes. Imagine your kids uh, knowing that uh, my dad scored a uh, break. All the records, but and no silverware. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. something else. Uh, so he, he might just have to follow in the footsteps of uh, Robin van Persie because you know yeah. he was at Arsenal for a large part of his yeah. of his career. career. I believe as club captain as well. Mm. And you know, I believe the season he moved, he he, he delivered, he won. He delivered yeah. a, a Premier League title, mm. and um, obviously getting that guard of honor at the Emirates, it couldn't have been easy for him. And um, but you know, I think he had to make the decision. I think his hands were sort of tied, and uh, he couldn't couldn't go on. And yeah. you know, you mentioned the the age factor yeah. and uh, the amount of tension that uh, goes into these these players. And um, yeah, I think I think that's that's quite important. But if they they lose Kane, um, obviously, like the rumors have will start circulating as we draw closer closer to the end of the season. But uh, where do you think they they finish, Mark? Oh, this is a hard one right now with, with everything that's happening with, mm. with Spurs. They're currently in fourth place. They come into this yeah. round of fixtures in, in fourth place, but uh, they do have two games in hand over over sixth place Liverpool, um, who are seven points behind them. Yes. So, you know, the, that top four spot isn't isn't guaranteed. No, it's not guaranteed at all, Dish. Um, but it's, it's, it's important now, these, these couple um, of games coming in for, for Spurs. But um, with the noise outside of, 
of mm. of Spurs is is having a, a huge impact on on the club, you know. Mm. You look at Jose Mourinho exactly. not so long ago, um, and his remarks, and uh, now Antonio Conte has followed suit and saying that the players don't want to play under stress, don't want to play under pressure. It's the first which, time he's which seen is, these. Which is unbelievable. Yeah, you, you, you can't believe what they're saying because um, when you're playing in the Premier League, you know, you've you got to be on top of your game. And Spurs, they, they've got Brighton to play. They've, they've, uh, they've got um, United, um, Liverpool mm. still mm. to play, you know. Yeah. These are all tough games and, and Liverpool want the same spot they want, you know. Yeah. So they've still got Newcastle. Newcastle mm. are punching above their weight this season yeah, for yeah. me and they've been brilliant as well. So I think I think they in my opinion fifth, sixth. So you I still th- think they remain in top six? I think so. You know, Brighton have been like playing very well. You mentioned Newcastle, mm. Brentford also are punching above their weight. Uh, and they all have European ambitions and yeah. you know with the with the not only the Europa League but also the the conference league, you know, they they what would Europe mean to those clubs? I think I think um what would Conte gone now, I think it's the, the, the pressure have been lifted off a few of the players' shoulders. Mm. Like they a lot of players inside have, have issues with Conte with his style, his his coaching. And I think now that he's gone, I think it's like a breath of fresh air for some players mm. and a lot of players to to stake their claim in, in, in the starting eleven, you know. So so this could be like a turnaround maybe mm. for, for for Tottenham. And uh, maybe they can give a good push towards the end and and get that uh, European spot. Mm. You know, they, the Daniel Levy had claimed that uh, they they no longer a, a selling club. You know, you look at previous transfers, um, the Gareth Bale, Luka Modric, but also other other players um, moving on to other Premier League clubs and uh, also outside of the country. And um, you, you you look at the the managing director um, Fabio Paratici, obviously mm. banned for. For thirty months uh, for his uh, transgressions with the, the Italian FA, obviously that ban was initially just for for Italy. But um, once he moved to to Tottenham, um, the Italian FA had launched that investigation to to FIFA, sort of reported and requested that it be a global ban, and uh, FIFA upheld that. So you know it's going to be a very busy um, transfer window for um, Tottenham and. The chairman Daniel Levy has been part of the the furniture, I believe, for, for twenty years. Is he's been in the Spurs free. so yeah, you 20, still twenty years, and and now he's looking for his twelfth coach. Mm. So <laughs> so and he's he's had, he's had a lot of mm. of say in the squad. You know, you, yeah. you it's, it's one thing to be a director and you appoint a coach to do a job. You know, mm. you cannot be above the coach in what he's doing. You cannot yeah. make decisions for the coach. Yeah. The coach is there to do a job to to implement a certain style of football that he wants, you know. Mm. And um, he cannot have a say in which players come in all the time. Yeah. Um, who plays, and um, and now it, it shows, you know. Mm. They they in a bad space right now. They have no coach again. Yeah. And um, it's Conte's uh, second in charge. Uh, I under who's given the reins till the end of the season. So obviously Stellini has had a, has had some impressive results. Um, while Conte was out, while Conte was out on yeah. his, uh, I believe, gallbladder, he was having some surgery. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's just due to the pressure of the the <laughs> job, or maybe he yeah. just needed a a sabbatical. But um, you know, Conte has been relieved of his duties, and his second in charge, Christian uh, Stellini, 
Um, I believe he was with Conte during his spell at Inter Milan. So, you know, he, he has been with, with him for quite some time and I'm sure they'll still be in communication whilst, um, whilst Stellini will uh, see them out. But uh, who, who, who comes to mind in the, in the window? Do they, do they just like take a pause and really look at some, some uh, names or do you think there is a successor? I think uh, the likes of Luis Henrique just mm-hmm. came out that uh, he would love to come to England okay. to to try uh, and have a taste there on how, on, on how it's like to be the manager in England. Mm. So I think maybe he's trying to say, yeah, to say maybe he's hey, available. I'm available. Maybe he's <laughs> trying to say to Spurs, hey, I'm available. And also, uh, they are also being linked with the former Bayern uh, coach. Um, mm, Nagelsmann. Yes. Yeah. So He's had a very impressive uh, run mm, in the Champions League. Yeah, and, and it was a shocker to see him, yeah, Bayern, uh, mm. letting him go, uh, yeah. just like that, man. So I think for now, uh, for Spurs is to like continue let uh, Stellini uh, do his job because like, he showed what he can do while Conte was out. So I think for now, it's just to relax for, for spares and try to fix the boardroom uh, problems. And mm. then at the end of the season, then they can start looking for a coach. But for me, I think uh, Luis Enrique was trying to say, hey, spares here. Uh, he's, he's the one. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think he was the one saying, uh, I can fix your problems and yeah. maybe deliver a silverware for you guys. I'm I'm glad you mentioned Nagelsmann because he his um his record in the Champions League is is quite phenomenal. I mean, eight eight fixtures, eight wins, eight wins. Yeah, yeah. That's that really it's yeah it's sensational. And for him to be relieved of the of his duties, um, yeah, it's quite shocking. But uh, you know, another another London club with Champions League ambitions is uh, Chelsea. You know, they they've also like drawn Real Madrid, um, and yeah. uh, it's, it could be. Rooting viewing, I mean, uh, uh, hey, uh, you remember uh, when Chelsea won the the Champions League where mm-hmm. they beat uh, Man City in the final? Yeah, they played Real Madrid, yeah, they played Real Madrid <laughs> in the semi, yeah. yeah. And then the second season, uh, Real Madrid against uh, Chelsea, and mm. uh, Real Madrid won on that game on 5 4 on aggregate, yeah. Uh, Benzema scoring a hat trick in Stamford Bridge, mm. yeah. So, I think, uh this game will be like, for me, I think Chelsea, I don't see them making it because uh, with Real Madrid, they it's see basically royalty over there. They, they see like now uh, that uh, the, the La Liga is gone mm. because I think uh, Barcelona is 12 points ahead uh, of Real Madrid. So they will want to win something this uh, uh, at the end of the season. And in the Copa del Rey, I think uh, also Barcelona, uh, they are leading, them, yeah, yeah. You see, they'll play the second leg uh, in, in next week. Mm. So, for Real Madrid coming into this uh, game, they'll want to say they're obviously led by Ancelotti as well, who's a former former Blues manager. Yeah, yeah you you know. So for me, with Chelsea, Chelsea, like you can't you you can't trust them. Uh, in, in these days, you, mm. you can't trust them. So for me, I don't see them making it. Yes, it won't be easy, but I, I don't see them making it in this game. Uh, I believe Real Madrid will just uh, go we'll take through. We'll take this one. Yeah, but uh, it won't be easy, I must say. It won't yeah. be easy, but yeah, I, I have to give it to Real Madrid. I, I'm struggling to, to think of which, which 11 
Tuchel, um, excuse me, uh, Potter will, will put out for, for Chelsea. You know, you, you look at the, the number of players in that squad and, and the influx, the uh, transfer window has just been um, like, it's only Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. They're mm. practically linked with everybody. They, they, they more or less the, a lot of money. the new United. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, the rumors have been have been emerging about the fire sale. You know, Mark, they just announced that 120 million pound loss, um, and they mm-hmm. might need, need to force. They might be forced to sell players just to balance the books. No, definitely, they they'll be forced to to sell players. I think they brought in eight new players. Mm. They spent like I think over six hundred million. Yeah, you still have players like in Kunku still coming in. Yeah. So so they they definitely gonna have to get rid of players. Yeah. Because even the players they brought in, they weren't brought in to to be sitting on the bench, you know, to be to be the whole uh, first team. Their first team players, yeah. you know. Like Fernandez, there's no way he can sit on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Um Mudrik, the, the mm. guy from Ukraine. Joe Felix, if Felix, they, if they exercise the, that option of, of, of buying, buying. exactly. Yeah. So, and I believe they they actually are looking at yeah. making his deal permanent. I mean, I'm he's sure. had a good impact on the team, I think. And and um, going back to to selling the players, uh, Mason Mount has been has been um, cut from this team. Um, Hakim Ziyech as yeah. well. His his contract talks have been stalled, so he could be on his way out. And definitely Pulisic as well. Do you think any of them go to? Other Premier League clubs, and do you definitely, think definitely, definitely, I think Mount stays in the Premier League mm. and goes to even Liverpool. Have been looking at him. Yeah, I think he um, could he could fit in into that in Liverpool. Liverpool. Easy, yeah, yeah. it would be a good signing he's, for Liverpool. He's a quality yeah. player. He's he's hungry to play. He's still young. Mm. He he knows the league, you know. So it won't England take him international long. as well. England international. It won't take him long to to mm. to. Will they not actually be counterproductive for Chelsea in the in the but to to win the Premier League by by like inevitably making the opponent stronger. I think I think they will, but with the rate that Chelsea is going now, I don't think they're interested in in these players yeah. anymore because they they may not have a choice. I mean, you look at yes. Edward Mendy, and uh, I'm sure Loris is not getting any any younger, but exactly. uh, maybe Mendy could could go straight to Tottenham and uh, you know clean He'll up the defense. He'll definitely be looking for the exit because when he came he was first choice. Yeah. He had some star performances and 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 now he's been ex so he had no game time at all. Mm. And in my opinion I think he's he's a better keeper than 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 um Kepa. Than Kepa yeah. For me. But obviously David Raya has been heavily linked with Chelsea and I believe he's um uh, he's been uh, he, he denied Brentford uh, an extension. I believe mm. they approached him three times with a better deal, and and after like on the third attempt, I don't think they came back with another one. So he looks like he's destined for the door, and Chelsea yeah, could I, be could be the one. I think I think for for that quality of goalkeeper, I think he he has other ambitions. You know, mm. I think um, going to a bigger club would would make his name bigger for himself. You know what I mean, mm. and um. I think he should he should go and Chelsea should look into taking him because he is a quality keeper. He he can play with his feet from the back like um how most teams like to play nowadays mm. from the back. So he's I think recorded he's, the most saves in the in the Premier League and uh, it tells you that he is quite a quite shot a shot stopper. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I think he's a quality player and and they should go for him. Mm. Do you think uh, he'll he'll be part of the the Blues setup next season? Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. Uh, looking at the saga with Mendy, uh, he didn't like sign the contract. Like so, 
obviously you have to look somewhere else uh, for so i think he will definitely join the blues mm. yeah okay staying with a consistent 11 i know liverpool is a is a team that have also struggled to to field um same same lineup week and we got you know it's yeah. it's quite uh, shocking because you can't tell which three in the midfield would yeah. uh, would appear every week and you know if you look at uh, Jurgen Klopp one of his his um key like um like idiosyncrasies of his teams is the yeah. Gergen press and uh, you know I just don't see that anymore and you know you look back at uh performances uh, against Wolves away like how they were able to just play through the press and uh, this plays like Bajetic ready for first team football um uh, look at uh, Kodik Gakpo is also a, a very young and um going straight into the lineup I know I've been a, personally a big fan of his but um I have to look at that that Liverpool team and wonder if he's maybe uh some time on the bench could do him some some uh, good no with liverpool uh this season if you take a look at them uh they've suffered lots of injuries mm-hmm. and i believe uh that was made because uh liverpool uh, last season they played i think they are the team that played most games mm-hmm. because i think they played above uh, about 50 something games if mm. uh, I'm not mistaken yeah, yeah because they lots even, of travel would have uh, played it, a factor in that as well you know fatigue uh, the each and every trophy that they were playing for mm. they were competing so yeah. right for, to the very yeah end. so for a team like that and then you're fighting for a league uh, against a team like Man City so you're chasing a league against a team like that and you have um your players will suffer fatigue and you lose some of your key players the likes of Sadio Mane he was mm. a, a key for Liverpool so i think for Liverpool uh, for next season i think to repo uh, they need to repost their their, their squad uh, if maybe they can do that and i think will have a more consistent uh, yeah. uh, Liverpool you know they they are um face man city this weekend What's your prediction how, how do you see this one uh, turning out This is this is one like of the what the best uh, fixtures yeah, like it, going around now Yeah even the rivalry be, between a uh, club and uh, Pep Yeah so uh, this one I will give it to Man City reason being they're playing at home Yeah yeah and it is at that yet yeah Yeah and then they also want to chase a uh, to put pressure on Arsenal. Mm. They are the, that yeah, yeah, they are the defend, defending champions. So they won't just let it the title just go away like that. So I'm giving it to to Man City. Yeah. Uh with over 2.5 goals. Okay. Interesting. Um Mark Ayanna saying the gap will be closed uh, come the other side of the the weekend or at least they maintain the pressure. Um there's obviously Arsenal are playing during the week. Do you think uh Do you think you agree with the with the No, no, I I I disagree on this one. I think um Klopp has a game plan for for this game. And um these two teams, you know, they whenever they play it's it's attack for attack. Spaces are open and and um City are trying to close the gap, I know, but Liverpool also have intentions for 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 top four. So, and being an Arsenal fan, you know, I'm hoping uh Liverpool do us a favor and and get the draw. Mm. I think it will be a, a a draw against City. Also, and, uh, high high scoring or goalless draw. I'll say 2-2. Two, two. 
Chuchu, right? Mm. Uh, impressive. I can see both both uh, for, um, pundits are saying it'll be a high-scoring fixture. Obviously, yeah. um, I I can just chip in here, but uh, eight eight of the previous ten fixtures between these two clubs have seen four or more goals scored. So it does tell you there's uh, gonna be goals in the sun. Insane, eh? yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. I don't want to miss this. I'll be the first uh, first time backing Liverpool in any game in my life. <laughs> 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 well, I think that that concludes this uh, this edition of Hit the Target podcast, um, powered by Hollywood Bets. Um, shall we see what happens? Let's uh, let's wrap things up. Thanks, gentlemen, and until uh, next one. Thanks, Tish. Thanks, thanks for having me. me. All right. Cheers.